This is the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we unpack the week's big political stories. I'm Mike Siluma, and thanks for joining us. This week, the former head of state security agency, Arthur Fraser, dropped what looked on the face of it like a political bombshell, laying criminal charges against President Cyril Ramaphosa. With our guests, we'll try to make sense of the latest episode in our increasingly murky politics. Let's welcome to the conversation Makudu Safara, who's the Times Life Editor and Deputy Editor of the Sunday Times, as well as uh, Sbongagonke Shoba, who is the Sunday Times Politics Editor. With immediate effect. When people zone. And I quote, in two years' time, Eskim's problems will be a thing of the past. People won't even remember load shedding. Unquote. They put saliva on the paper. I'm in charge. That's why these fools are running around here. I'm in charge. And then they share that zone. Point of order, Chaperson. Order, Chaperson. Point of order, ruling party by point of order. Must step aside within 30 days. No, I'm not going to apologize. He has no brains whatsoever. So the NC president was sabotaged again yesterday? Well, sabotage, that can be This is not a shit. Let's start with Arthur Fraser. One could say the spider in the middle of the web, the man who set the cat <laughs> among the, the pigeons. Uh, yeah. what, what is his background? You know, who is Arthur Fraser? I know that he's done many things in his very colorful and controversial life, but maybe if we can start with a, a very short uh, descriptor of what he has done and why he's important in South African politics. Makudu, do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And uh, thank you for having me. So for me, Arthur Fraser is the country's super spy. A number of people describe him as a, as the former uh, commissioner responsible for our correctional services uh, or our country's presence. But essentially, you know, he's um, the country's top spy or former top spy. He spent a lot of time on what uh, intelligence uh, people call the farm. That is essentially where he fought quite a number of battles that have saved former president Jacob Zuma from from many things and kept him from from prison. Sorry, some of us are ignorant. You know, is this a farm farm, as in farming cabbages and things, or, or is it <laughs> oh, a nickname for some? <laughs> sorry, there's no tomatoes. What is it? <laughs> Uh, the farm is the headquarters of the country's intelligence services. Mm -hmm. It's located just outside Pretoria. You know, we mere mortals are not allowed uh, access there, yeah. uh, except uh, the people who are doing intelligence work. Okay, so, so I interrupted you. You're saying that that's where he used to do his things, including looking yeah, after yeah. the former um, president, etc. Yeah, so Fraser was um, revealed as the guy who was behind what is known as the spy tapes, the tapes that uh, Jacob Zuma used uh, in his battles with the NPA to say that, uh, listen, you guys have been having inappropriate conversations and uh, you have included political considerations in when to charge me in the period ahead of the 2007 ANC elective mm -hmm. conference at which Zuma was elected. Uh, or, you know, the, uh, the, the discussions, uh, in those tapes are, you know, do we charge him before or after? What are they, you know, so, mm -hmm. and, and the general story is known, is known about that. He's also, I mean, uh, very recently we know that he's the guy who has the commissioner of our presence, uh, decided that, uh, former president Jacob Zuma must be released 
after mm-hmm. he was uh, incarcerated for refusing to uh, to testify in the constitutional courts uh, went through okay. the process and mm-hmm. and then he ended up in that prison but even when the parole board said that he should not be released it was other fraser who took a decision to release him and that that matter um, you know then ended up in court okay. but if you go back you know you'll find that Arthur Fraser has always been a very colorful figure who um who comes from a a family of uh, people who have been involved in the struggle very early on uh, he's always played a role in providing an eye on security matters um, mm-hmm. for for the ruling party and and so on and so on so, so he's a he's a he's through and through an ANC person he's not like uh, yeah that. no he's uh, first and foremost uh, an ANC person than a, than a government person mm-hmm. which is why some people look at uh, the decision to um to release president uh, former president zuma mm-hmm. um as a political decision because the the parole board and other people with medical backgrounds uh, having looked at former president zuma mm-hmm. said that no um whatever his afflictions are they are not worthy of him being mm-hmm. released but that Arthur came into the picture and said uh, the decision is that this comrade mm-hmm. must not serve another day yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in prison okay. so so he's through and through yeah. uh, very very much an yeah. agency guy yeah. okay uh, do, you, do you want to come in here because the the the, the charges uh, against the president they, they seem to be quite if they stand up they they seem to be quite serious uh, what 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 is the essence of the charges that that Arthur Fraser is 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 laying against the president thanks so much for inviting me once again but Mike we really don't know um what is really the 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 essence of the charges all we know is a is a short statement released uh, by Arthur Fraser yesterday saying that the, there was a burglary at the president's home and the suspects were then um, uh, kept in the in the farm and they were tortured uh, and that the matter was not reported to police um it relates to the to the theft or alleged theft of uh, about 4 million US dollars that was um, allegedly kept at the president's farm so that's all we know right now we don't know where where did the money come from we don't know who are these suspects who are trying to steal the money we don't know what was uh, president maposa's role in the in the whole incident was he there did he catch them himself did he torture them all we have been told is that there is a statement that other fraser has made to the rosebank police station and that he has provided some kind of proof which is photographs uh, videos and um, and bank statements um, but we don't have access to any of that um, and i'm sure every journalist in the country who's interested in in politics and investigations is um, is running up and down looking for that evidence but but clearly you know because you're saying that he issued he himself issued a statement to the effect you know of of uh, of his laying charges against uh, the, the the president, clearly he wanted the country to know. In other words, it's not like somebody going to a police station to report a car hijacking or a house burglary and then going back home, uh, waiting for the police to do that. He clearly is, is wanting uh, the country to know. Why, why would he want to do that? It, it seems part of, of a well-orchestrated fight-back strategy on, on Fraser's side. So what we know is that last week, Fraser 
wrote to the NPA uh, asking that they inform him if they are going if they are going to prosecute former minister uh, Sidimu Fumadi. We must remember that Sidimu Fumadi was appointed by the president to conduct an investigation into the going ons at SSA, and that he made a report, put together a report, and and made um, a number of findings against Fraser. And Fraser led, led the uh, charge against Mufamadi. So it seems as if it's, 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 it's part of a, 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 an orchestrated long strategy by Fraser to fight back uh, because he himself is a man who is um, facing possible charges himself uh, because uh, that emanate from the findings of the Mufamadi report, um, the revelations that there's on the commission. And the DA has also laid charges against Fraser. In fact, they did that in March because of, of the evidence that came out of the commission and also because of what the Mufadi report says. So Fraser is a man who's in the corner and who seems to be fighting back. First, he went for Mufamadi. He wants the NPA to tell him whether they are going to go ahead uh, with prosecuting him for committing perjury because he lied about him in that report. And um, this week, it turns out that he's gunning for the president. He is laying, is laying a charge against the president, which will empower the president's opponents within the ANC, uh, within the National Executive Committee of the ANC, within the National Working Committee of the ANC. This will then be used by whoever um, uh, feels that the president is not fit enough to, to, to have a second term to then demand that he either step aside or lobby and mobilize that he is not voted in um, when the NC next new leaders in December. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, Mama, as Mangonke says that this this is part of of the of the factional uh, contest that's happening in the ANC. From where you're sitting, what would what would be the end game? No, no, I I mean that's a that's a very interesting point. So I mean assuming that the charges that um, he's laid at the Rosebank police station, uh, that is Fraser, Dick, um, or at the very least, uh, there's a proper investigation that, uh, that is underway. The political implication of uh, such a case would be that uh, the ANC must uh, uh, consider whether or not uh, this case fits in with uh, the type of cases that it has uh, publicly communicated, uh, those facing uh, cases of this nature uh, must step aside. So would this be part of a Fraser and or um, including other people who may benefit from the president stepping aside? Uh, I mean, I'm just wondering out aloud. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if it's part of the internal factional battles, uh, certainly it means that there's quite a number of people uh, in the ANC, uh, who who may be quite aggrieved with this step aside thing, and they are now turning it on its head and saying, you know, uh, you president of the ANC have been making quite a number of people or have been lording over this ANC that has taken decisions that have ensured that quite a number of people in the ANC. Uh, step aside from their positions and so they are not um, uh, as a as a result of those uh, decisions uh, able to contest for positions um, and and those who had won uh, face the risk of being removed from those positions and now the same thing will be applied or 
there's a possibility of it being applied on the president. Mm -hmm. And if it's applied on the president, what would that mean? It means that as a as a head of the ANC, he steps aside in the same way that Ace Mahashule did. That means uh, for the ANC, the space you're seeing in the uh, Secretary General's uh, office, you then get to see in the presidency uh, of the ANC, you know, very grave implications there for the ANC. Mm -hmm. Uh, but also in government, uh, in the same way that other people stepped aside uh, from their uh, government responsibilities, you know. So if the president steps aside, uh, we have a deputy president in Didi Mabuza, uh, who uh, it would be expected uh, must then step up um, and lead this. So uh, how would all of that affect, uh, you know, the CR22 uh, path uh, to December uh, ANC elective conference. It, it essentially just means that uh, uh, the president might not be able to to campaign within his own party, mm -hmm. um, and um, eventually might be you know uh, kicked out uh, or uh, or something. Or you know, uh, Didi Mabuza himself, seeing what is unfolding around him, uh, might raise his hand and say that you know I'm the deputy. There's just that six the other months. guys damaged goods. Yeah, I'm the other. And 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 I mean, look at the optics. So CR comes into the. Um, into an ANC that is battered, that's bruised from the many years of of, of, of poor governance by 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 JZ, uh, many years of corruption and scandals, and and he says, you know, Tumamina, uh, let's go and 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 fight this corruption, uh, you know, uh, let's let's. Let's ensure that, you know, we, there's constitutionalism in our country. There's law and order and all manner of things. And then if the same guy who has put a message like that across, um, uh, to win votes for the ANC, then gets implicated in, you know, some malfeasance and, uh, things that border on criminality. And we say that without, of course, uh, having had sight, as Shoba indicated, um, you know, of the basis of uh, this uh, cases that uh, uh, Fraser has uh, has put on the table, but but the implications for the ANC are quite dire. I, I mean, it means going into an election with uh, with Didi Mabuza, and Didi Mabuza himself, you know, people look at him and they say, uh, "Is this the future face of the ANC?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you're having this flurry of yeah. uh, people contesting for the position of deputy president, because within the ANC, mm -hmm. there's no consensus about whether or not that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. While we were speaking, Mike, mm. sorry to jump in. Yeah, no, no, please come in. The presidency has just released a statement. And um, <clears throat> in the statement, they confirmed that indeed there was a break-in in the, in the, pres the president's farm. And they are saying that um, the proceeds of um, of um, the game auction were 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 then stolen. Uh, but they also say that the president was not at his farm at the time of the incident, and that the president was at the AU summit in Addis Ababa. And then they are saying that on uh, being uh, on being informed by the, uh, about the, the the incident, the president then reported the matter to them head of the Presidential Protection Unit of the SAPS for investigation. Um, and, it, and it seems that there is such a case that has been opened according to the presidency and he's saying that he uh, stands ready to cooperate with any law enforcement investigation. And then he says he remains resolute in leading the fight against corruption, restore dignity, blah, 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 and will not be deterred by disinformation campaigns. 
Okay, Emma, could you want to say something? Yeah, no, no. The president is clearly identifying this as disinformation campaign, which mm. which reinforces the points we were made we were making earlier. What what would be the point of a disinformation campaign in the year when the ANC is going for elections? Mm -hmm. uh, other than what appears obvious to us, yeah, um, it may be that uh, Fraser himself, um, you know, has battles to fight and he's running away from, you know, uh, his own past. Mm. Um, but there may also be that, you know, uh, within the ANC, there are people who believe uh, the type of quote-unquote disinformation that the president is referring to uh, might just help with the process of deciding uh, who must lead the ANC mm. and whether or not the issue of step aside, mm -hmm. uh, once a case has been opened and once there's an investigation and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so, of course, I mean, you know, flowing from this, there's going to be a lot of questions. So uh, when uh, 4 million US dollars is stolen from the president's house, uh, whether it's the proceeds of, a, of an auction or, you know, money from wherever, um, so he's reported the case and um, uh, who has the responsibility to communicate an incident of that nature? Mm. Uh, should the president behave like ordinary John, uh, go to the cop shop and say, my window was broken, someone came in and stole cash, yeah. um, uh, moved away and, you know, and then retreat to their house? Or do mm. they say, I have the services of a spokesperson and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Don't be alarmed. There's an incident of this nature mm -hmm. because when you don't communicate like that, yeah. you then risk having uh, someone like uh, uh, Arthur Fraser stepping up and saying, um, actually, I have video footage. Yeah. I have all manner of things. Yeah. What is in the video mm. footage? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's just getting Makia and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like us to go back to the strategy, Makudu, that you were alluding to uh, mm -hmm. of, 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 of the people who want to stop. Uh, Cyril Ramaphosa either yeah. finishing yeah. his current term or campaigning mm. for you know for a, for yeah. a second term. So I won't get your, your, what is your take? How successful do you think this strategy might be? What what are the chances of it surviving or, or succeeding rather? Uh, but Mike, uh, <laughs> from what we know right now, unless Fraser has more information, I, I don't think so far it's going to succeed. Uh, firstly, uh, they may make noise, but uh, based on the guidelines of the, the step aside result of the ANC, uh, you, you only step aside when, um, when the NPA has charged you formally. And um, you are now um, uh, expected to appear in court. That, that's the only time when uh, you are expected to then step aside, as is the case with them. Um, with Ace Makashule, as the case with Zandile Kumete and Mandam Sibi in, um, in, in Pumalang. Those people are charged by the NPA and um, they've appeared in court. So that's why they were asked to, to, to then step aside. But like, there are many cases that are opened against President Ramaphosa. Um, <clears throat> I was having a chat with one of our producers about the case that was opened by the Andilem Kitama of BLF in... Um, in um, <clears throat> Early this year, um, he opened a corruption case against uh, the president. Uh, there was a case that was opened against the president by the EFF in 2014, which relates to the to the Marikana massacre. So, based on that, um, you can open a case, but if 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 the, your case 
if the NPA doesn't think that there is a case, if, if the police have not conducted an investigation and then referred the docket to the NPA for, for possible prosecution, then there is no there is no merit in according to the ANC guideline. Let me ask you this. In the event, in the event, we don't know at the moment. We don't know what Arthur Fraser has got up, up his sleeve or, or what more he has up his sleeve. In the event that things progress to the point where the NPA decides to to lay charges or to or to prosecute rather um what what then would happen with the with the president of course provide it, it it would be it would be game over um i, I don't think that he, he himself would, would 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 want to avail himself for a second time when in an instance that happens when he his whole campaign and his whole presidency is based on a cleanup, and and now he'll be facing um, uh, 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 charges. Um, and also the ANC guidelines that they that that he was really um, championing um, do not allow that. Uh, do not allow um, anyone who is uh, facing um, any kind of, of of criminal charges to stand for any position. So in that instance, Mike, we, we then President Ramaphosa would not be eligible to stand for for re-election, or 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 may also be asked to step aside before he even finishes his term. But that would depend on what the NPA uh, decides to do, presumably. Yes, it only depends. It only depends on what other Fraser has and whether the NPA can ignore it or not. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's that's mm. the point I wanted to make. Yeah, um, and and the the critical thing. I mean, given the the statement uh, uh, Shoba has just put out, uh, not on behalf of the president, <laughs> Shoba. <laughs> no, don't, don't put it like that. You know? um, um, but uh, given the statement from the presidency yeah. that uh, that Shoba just alerted us to, um, the the following line becomes uh, very important. Um, this is um, from the statement with uh, uh, where Fraser is referring to charges and and stuff. He says uh, they are also, meaning the cases, um, including defeating the ends of justice, kidnapping of suspects, their interrogation on his property and bribery. The president concealed the blah, 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 and thereafter paid the culprits for their silence. So, So the question that many of us in the country are going to be asking is whether or not, to Shoba's point, uh, Fraser has the evidence to support this the, this very line that I just read, mm-hmm. um, because if if there's any interrogation that happened, uh, including the pres uh, that included the president, or whether it was by the uh, as they allude, uh, whoever the president reported the matter to, um, if there's uh, evidence uh, that um, um, you know there was a decision to conceal, uh, or whoever else made the payment. So the question is going to be who? Is it the mm-hmm. president or is it somebody else? And if it's somebody else and uh, Fraser fails uh, to come up with that information mm-hmm. uh, or that evidence, then it becomes clear that, um, you know, um, this statement was, uh, uh, Fraser's statement was meant to hype uh, people's emotions and to get people to to kind of, to drum up anti-Ramaphosa kind of support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but But if he has it, uh, then we have um, the makings of a of a perfect storm, yeah. Uh, because then the things we spoke about okay. earlier of the president mm-hmm. stepping aside um, uh, and the NPA investigating uh, or deciding to charge uh, might then unleash things 
mm. um, that have very serious political implications for our country. Okay. Uh, sure, but the, the last word will go to you. Now, the, the, we, we, we're speculating here. We're saying, what if uh, Arthur Fraser has this? What if, what, you know, what if he's got more? Mm. What if he's got less? And, and all of that. The, the thing that strikes me is that, is that uh, the, and, and also Makurus just alluded to it, that the public confidence in the president you know, irrespective of whether eventually he gets charged or not, whether Arthur Fraser is truthful, is being truthful or not, does that not that like somehow impact on how the public perceives the president? And is that not part of what has gone wrong with ANC politics of using innuendo and smear and threats and hints? Mm. Yes, it does, Mike. Um, the president he has a lot of explaining to do. Um, what does it was it really four million US dollars, and what does four million US dollars do um, in his in his farm? Why had four million US dollars in his farm? And if it was proceeds of a sale of game, um, why are they using cash? Who who are these people who are using cash? Who are dealing with the president? Using cash, uh, knowing our our financial laws in this country, uh, and and what were the tax implications? Was tax paid on this? You know, there are so many questions that that that, that come up. Um, um, uh, was it really money for for uh, was really proceeds of of of, of sale of game? Um, um, where is the where is where is this money really coming from? Those are the questions that are going to come up from the public, and 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 those are the questions that make us. Start asking questions um, around the, the the integrity of the president. Um, is he someone who deals with money in this manner? You're reminding <laughs> us of the CR funds. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't trust the banking system. It will have an impact on on, on public trust on the president, um, and, and, and we will 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 put a dark cloud over his head, and, and, and at a crucial time when he's. Headed for 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 re-election. Okay, unfortunately, we've just run about just about run out of time. Uh, we'll 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 wrap it up there on the Sunday Times Politics Weekly for this week. And I'd like to thank our guests uh, for our conversation, uh, Makudus Farah, who's the Times Life editor and deputy editor of Sunday Times, as well as uh, Smangwan Keshoba, who's the Sunday Times Politics editor. We appreciate your time. Uh, I'm Mike Siluma. Until next time, stay safe, stay blessed. 